0: Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We're here today with Bernard Aylwood, who is the CEO of Kodal. Now you're a Lithium plate in West Africa. That's correct. That's us. Well, welcome to London. Thank you. You look like you've been in sunnier climes.
1: I have, you know, Australia and Mali, much sunnier, much warmer. Very nice.
0: Well, today we are going to learn a bit about your business, uh, Kodal. But can you kick off with a one minute summary for people so they can understand a little bit about you you and the story and then we'll pick it up from there. Sure. Well, we're very clear.
1: Kodal Minerals is a West African focused Mm -hmm. exploration and development company. Mm We have our flagship project, which is the lithium project at Baguni in Southern Mali. We've been very focused on fast tracking that through to development over the last three years. And as well, we've maintained a suite of gold assets with active joint ventures, but we're very focused on our lithium.
0: Okay. Okay. So now you're, you're a small outfit. Okay. Very low yep. market count, your exploration, again mm-hmm. lithium and gold. So. Let's kick off with lithium, because lithium Mm -hmm. has had a tricky two, three years. Why lithium?
1: Well, clearly it's a mineral of the future. And I think we're seeing a lot of development, a lot of focus on clean energy, uh, development of electric vehicles, development of storage of solar and wind generated power for mega grid scale down to home scale. And lithium is a key part of that and to be honest i think we're seeing fundamental change in the market um, and i often say you can't stop you can't stop change you can't stop progress and you're not going to turn back now to be a petrol and fossil fuel dominant transport sure. industry and that's that's why we we took the view back in 2016 that it was a long term play
0: and i think that's still the case but this isn't case of like okay african lithium stories i'm not too aware of too many of those in mm-hmm. most Africa. I assume as a hard rock? Hard rock, right? Okay. type. Which we'll come back to. Um, is this a case of just jumping on the lithium bandwagon hoping you can get money to be funded? Or is there a bit more to it than that? Well, look,
1: of course, when it's uh, an opportune, uh, opportune time to get into that industry, yes, we did. But it's not quite jumping on the bandwagon because with lithium in Mali in particular, mm. we were actually coming on the back of a government funded study, World Bank funded study of the lithium potential in Mali. And that clearly demonstrated that there was good quality projects to be had. We acquired it quite cheaply. We acquired it quite early and we've focused a lot of attention on it. And in in saying that as well, you know, that actually bought us, bought into our company a lot of serious long-term investors. And, you know, our major shareholder is interested intimately involved in the carbonate industry, lithium carbonate industry, and they've been a big backer and supporter of us since the acquisition. When was that? 2016.
0: But 2016, great time for lithium. Fantastic. made a lot of money. I made a lot of money. Even I made a lot of money in lithium. But um, what are they thinking now?
1: Well, again, like I say, they're they're long-term. They take a long-term view that the lithium market will continue to grow there was clearly a lot of speculation that supply would outstrip demand uh, over the last couple of years but it's clearly become apparent that that's not the case that demand was exceeding previous forecasts and supply has not increased significantly to meet that and yes we're in a trough at the moment and I think you'd say well, anyone who didn't tell you today that it was a difficult market yeah. wouldn't be telling you the truth.
0: But isn't the truth that the inventory levels are still quite high? I mean, the price hasn't recovered because, because of that. And some of the larger, low-cost producers, I'm talking the South American guys, Chilean, Argentinian guys, are, you know, holding back. I think you're referring to the brines. Yeah. And I
1: don't think they're actually holding back. They have limited capacity to expand. They have a product that's not necessarily immediately useful for the battery industry. Mm-hmm. It's useful for other, other, other parts of the lithium industry. But then, again, referring to some of the expansion you're seeing possibly in Australia, hasn't hasn't come forward. And I'm not sure that the inventories really are exceeding what the, the usage is at the moment.
0: At and the we moment we're still, or in
1: the future? Well... Probably combination of both, and I think right now you you would say that in China a lot of the producers are less active than they have been. Mm. Um, but you know, I think there's some external forces. Well, there there, is, there, there. is this yeah. month, possibly mm. the beginning. Probably of China, th- you know, this Chinese
0: month. New Year, and a lot of factors weigh into that. Do you want to be the first um, one today to mention the coronavirus? No, no. But okay, you've already okay, done okay, right? it. But, you know, clearly, <laughs> yeah.
1: clearly it's right. clearly it's out
0: there. Well, that. I think, I think there's a kind of short, well, hopefully short, short-term mm. issues, but so generally, if you mention the word lithium to investors in Australia, mm-hmm. Australian company, yep. you don't get much uh, shrifty. I mean, people are like, no thanks.
1: No, I think, I think that's, that's right. If you were trying to start off a lithium play with no resource and no support mm. and just telling people, here, I've got mm. this great idea. Mm you're going to not get support today. Right. If you said to them, I've got an idea to how I'm going to manufacture a gold yeah, mine. Not another one. Everyone will be all over you. And that's that's the market. Right. So in our case, we think we have, we know we have a real project. We know we have real support. We know the people we're dealing with are end users and long-term supporters of the lithium industry. So, you know, as in all mining, we take the good and the bad, and at the moment it's bad, but we know it will get better.
0: Okay, so let, let's just let's assume on the on the basis that the macro story for the the batteries and the EV thematic is is correct. It's coming. It's a question of, and I will get onto this later how you fit into that cycle or, or the mm-hmm. next cycle, for instance. But to, talking of assets, so you talked about Mali. Yep. And you talked about tech, and the good and the bad. Let's t- let's talk about some of the things which are going on in Mali, which a lot of people are talking about at the moment, with some of this terrorist activity. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, want, you know, I want you to tell me what the case is. So, Mali. Cote d'Ivoire, Burkina Faso does have some issues. Yep. Is it affecting you?
1: No, there, there are issues in West Africa. Right. And I've personally been working in West Africa for over 12 years now. I travel there regularly. In fact, I was there last week. Mm-hmm. Um, where we operate is quiet, it's primary industry where dominated. Are you? We're in the south of Mali, right. heading down towards the Cote d'Ivoire border. We're 180. Southwest? Uh, yep. Right. Well, south east actually, yeah, 180 yeah. kilometres south of Bamako, the capital, mm-hmm. uh, connected by bitumen, main road, good infrastructure, local people are farming, local people are involved in primary industry. Mm-hmm. We have excellent relations with the local community, the government and the local, the local government as well as main mm-hmm. federal government. It's not to say there aren't issues in Mali, we know there are mm-hmm. and we know they are off to the northeast of Mali, where it's been associated in the past with partly uh, jihadists coming out of
0: yeah. Libya,
1: coming out yeah. of Algeria, where, they, where they've been forced out. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Sahara is a big place, and uh, but there is active involvement from the French military forces, from uh, Mali military forces, from UN forces that have kept this under control, particularly in Mali. Mm. And, look, I probably would disagree to say there was militant or uh, terrorist strong in Cote Mm. d'Ivoire. But there are issues around some banditry and other things in Cote d'Ivoire that, again, don't really affect our business. And our business has been performing over the last few years very well. We've been very active.
0: Um, and secure. See that—that's an interesting definition you just made. Because you, you mentioned the word terrorists, people get terrified. Mm. But if you—if you talk about criminal enterprise, mm. it's not such a concern. Mm. That, well, that sentiment, <laughs> yeah. The yeah. net effect is the same, but, but in terms of people's sentiment, in terms of investment, yeah, is, is, is different. But okay, as far as you're concerned, business as usual. Yep. Y- you know how to operate in country, and yep. you, and you yep. as a you know, things like that, as a white man, can travel around the country and feel. Well, well, where
1: I go, yes, absolutely. We travel, I walk around Bamako right. restaurants, talk to people, no problem. We go to site just as ourselves. Um, we walk around the town, we know the people, we've had zero trouble.
0: Okay, great news. Yeah. I wish more people would come on this program and tell us that instead yeah. of hiding, which is the normal response we get.
1: <laughs> well, we tell people we're very happy to host them, come and see and, you know, I'm willing to go, willing to take people,
0: I personally would say you would have no problem. Okay, so I'm just trying to sort of park the things which are sort of yep. non-core here. So, sure. Tell me what you're doing with the gold.
1: So, gold assets we've maintained, and we've, you know, we, we've always focused on our tenure because that's number one critical issue for exploration companies, mm-hmm. ensuring you've got good title. Yeah. And over the last couple of years, we've managed to refresh and renew the title to our mining uh, to our gold exploration licenses. We've maintained a low level of work to keep them alive. They're good assets. Um, Obviously now there's significantly more focus on gold and we've been fielding some interest from companies and other people about our gold assets. Just to be clear, we we have an active joint venture with Resolute in Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, good company. They're drilling, they're exploring. Um, We think they're doing a good job. At the moment, they haven't met their earning, so we still have plenty of upside there, mm-hmm. and in Mali, as I said, we're fielding some interest and we're looking to crystallise some value for those assets.
0: So, so, what do you know about them? So, why are they attractive? Why should they be attractive? Well, we've explored them in the past. We've drilled. Right. We've had
1: uh, good, wide intersections of gold mineralisation. We've got surface gold anomalies. We've got targets that are drill ready, and just you know, just to be really clear, like we focused on our lithium because it clearly had the best chance to move quickly to development. It didn't say that we thought our gold assets were bad. We think they're good. We've demonstrated in the past that we've spent money on them, and we will continue to do so. But if there's an opportunity for the company to get better value, that's what we'll do. So you're
0: hanging on to them because you you see some kind of monetization event? I think they're real assets. They're real assets. Okay, so otherwise you'd get rid of them because it's just an overhead, right? Well, you wouldn't you wouldn't spend money on them, you know. And there's no
1: there's no point in us just holding ground for the sake of it. Okay. As I say, these have had drilling, positive drilling, positive surface
0: anomalies, really good. The whole grease belt. It tends to be sort of one two grams. That that sort of homogeneous type coverage. I mean, what have you got? What do you know about what you've got? So, in
1: a lot of instances, yes, one to two grams. We've had. Uh, drilling results over 7 to 13 grams per tonne in our Nangaloso project, in our uh, is that jelly bunny. Is that,
0: is that That's unusual, right?
1: No, no, not really. I think you'll see that in West Africa now there's a lot of underground mines. There's a lot of higher grade mm-hmm. uh, underground and open pit operations. Mm. It's typical of, It's typical of exploration where you'll always look for something big to start with and as you drill more the big ones tend to come back to that two maybe two to three grams mm. but say if you look in mali for example the b2 gold for cola deposit mm. that's over four four to five grams um marilla well, was high soyama was high i'm looking at rocks gold Rock gold fantastic 10. fantastic you know yeah, and that's okay. that's burkina faso that's uh but Mali too okay yeah, I, too. I
0: didn't know. it's the
1: brumian sequence So the whole of West African gold belt is hosted in what's referred to as the Burmian sequence of rocks. So you will have different belts. Mm. And for example, in Burkina Faso, the Hyundai belt tends to have more high grade
0: gold than some of the others. Okay, well, that's gold. I just just want to, like I say, I want to take all the variables which are not necessarily core to what you're trying to do, but have some value and deal with some issues that are out there in the public. So, thank you very much for that. Let's get on to lithium. Okay, that's why we're here, right? That's why we're here. So, you have been partly funded by the World Bank through the Malian government. Is that that the way it flowed? How did that money come in?
1: No, our our interest was peaked in the area through the World Bank-sponsored study. Got it. We then... Met with some of the local groups and acquired the projects, and our funding has, early on, been we had support from a group called Rishin, who are backed by a Chinese, Chinese. lithium okay. carbonate producer, who came in very early when we were when we were in exploration, just had finished our first drilling campaign. Mm-hmm. They came in and they put in approximately 3.8 million pounds okay. over you know, peak premium to the market. Yeah and since then have been supportive in and they've followed money in other placements. They've supported with technical support right. and uh, we've undertaken metallurgical test work with them as well as taking some of our sample from rock to concentrate to a lithium carbonate product that demonstrates we can manufacture a, okay, so a how, premium product. How much money have you raised today? Uh, we're probably around... to a bit over 7 million pounds.
0: But I was reading you've got a PFS. We've got a PFS. For um, million
1: pounds. Where we've been very lucky is that, as I said, we've acquired this project on, you know, on some other people's work. Free to admit that. Right. Uh, They're outcropping pegmatite veins. Most of our money has been spent on drilling. And then on engineering. And so we, again, you know, we, we ready, readily acknowledge we're a small team, but we're a very competent team. Um, we've got local Malayan geologists, we've mm-hmm. got local land manager. We have a project manager, um, Steve Dinovich, who's an e- engineer with over 30 years experience in West Africa yeah. and previously been involved in building mines. So we've recognised where we can save money and where, where it's important to spend money.
0: Yeah. And that's what we've been doing. I mean, th- that really isn't a lot of money to be able to it's get. It's not a big... huge amount. So how much data did you inherit or were you able to not acquire? Much. Not there much. was no drilling, no drilling before we drilled. So what, what could you possibly know with six and a half million? Was it was it pounds sterling, was it? Pounds. Right, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, well, well you...
1: if you look at it, they're outcropping veins. Right. So we drill the vein, we follow it where it goes undercover. We have a lot of assays. You know, um, you, know you probably caught me on the hop there with the actual amount we've drilled we've spent. I think we've probably, you know, we've been maybe north of seven, but it's not,
0: it's not a there, huge there amount. A bounce, we're right? It's there thereabouts. We're 20, low. We're right. low. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand the, the, yep. the, scale, the scale of what you've done yep. with that money and you're yep. saying most of that's gone in the ground. Absolutely. So it's a low cost management team not taking big salaries. Absolutely. Yeah. Or shares or any, yep. any of that. I'd like to moderation. take more money, but I sure. haven't been. Right. You
1: know, <laughs> I, I, I get value out of our shares. Right. I'm I'm a significant shareholder. Okay. Uh, What does that mean? uh, I'm about a percent one to two percent of shares. Um, You know, not worth much today, but hopefully worth a lot more in the future. Right. Um, And we've been actively exploring. So my history is I'm an exploration geologist and my Goal is discoveries, right? and I like to get out and
0: spend money in the ground. Okay, but, but let's, let's come back to this money you have spent in the ground, yep. and what you do know today, because yep. a feasibility study mm-hmm. suggests that you're ready to have we conversation. We spent about
1: 800,000 pounds on that, wow. maybe a bit less, um, because we did a lot of metallurgy, we've done a lot of engineering design, we've done a lot of open pit optimization studies, We've reviewed the transport costs, and that's a large item for us.
0: he's created the space boat you haven't done it yourselves. we have you have done it yourself
1: so Steve Steve our project manager right. has managed that, and we've utilized key consultants in the industry right and you know we can mention the names of DRA for the right. op- for the plant design we've used night pieasold for the water study for the tailing study right. facility we used digby wells for our environmental and social impact assessment which is fully approved right so we i guess it's that experience in that region has allowed us to use the
0: consultants to know what we want from them Mm. and to manage our controls but do you get any is there any credibility to that because you know people want some big brand name stamp of authority there. And you go, don't worry, those guys put their name to it. It's a proper those feasibility. Guys, those right? consultants
1: have put their name to it. Absolutely. But we you've manage
0: managed. it. you piece together, but you've yep. managed it. Yep. Okay. So yep. you think the important bits have got the sign off of an Okay. Yep. And therefore you are, which was going to be my question, which was, have you or are you in discussion with funders to do what you need to next? Because you've got to get a DFS, yep. whatever yep. you want to call it done next to yep. really get the funding, but you've got to give people a sense of what the economics are. And you've got to have a sense of what that's going to cost you. Yeah, we do. do you? Okay.
1: I think the main point that I would make there is that we now are pending our mining license being granted in the next in the first half of this year will be a fully permitted development project. Mm-hmm. As I sort of outlined, our, our major shareholder is keen to see us in development. And while there's no firm discussion around funding and support of that funding, they've always been saying that they want to help us fund it. Mm. Now, we believe that we can improve our estimate of the capital cost, which is currently 117 okay. million US dollars. So it's not, not it's a, not lot a lot. big capital cost. Okay. We, th- we think we can improve that. We think we can make it more attractive for investors to support this development Mm -hmm. Um, we've done our work to a standard that's feasibility level our drilling has been very uh, consistent Mm -hmm. and and well focused so we we don't think we need to do a lot more infill drilling around any of the resources Mm -hmm. the next stages and we've got this uh covered and happening at the moment is continued improvement on our plant design and on no our optimization so we're not suggesting that at this stage we're planning a lot more work to say create a bankable feasibility because we think we will be in discussion with our major shareholder about moving forward they we have an offtake agreement with them right so they're very keen to start receiving product right and how we structure that so
0: so like I say the put a with three point eight in at the more, beginning. They've put in more than that now. About five point two. Five point two now, but yep. they're a large Yeah, make twenty five percent shareholder.
1: Are they they're they're an interesting group. They're quite um, Well how big are they? Uh, they're one of the larger producers in China. They're about fifty thousand tonne of lithium carbonate plus they do lithium hydroxide a right. year. They fully integrated so they own the sulfuric acid plant. That feeds the carbonate yeah. plant. They're looking to buy product from us so that they've got
0: control over their supply okay. chain. But I think where I'm getting to is, you know, how I, w- I want to understand that relationship, okay, yep. because it's really, really important. You're telling yep. me it's important, but I want yep. to know that's really important yep. because for them, that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's option money for them. They're a big company and they've placed a bunch of bets. So what I want is a sense of, you know, how regularly do they engage with you? Are they, happy, if this doesn't do anything in this cycle, just going to sit and park that because they're sitting on 25%, right? They're
1: sitting on 25%. They
0: have uh, a board member appointed. Yeah. They are in,
1: I'm in regular correspondence with them. how are they him. driving
0: you? How are they driving? I know, I know all the fun, you know, everything at least in place, but how do they... I'm not, I'm,
1: not you? Sure, I'm not sure I would say that they drive because they know we know what we're doing. They know that at this stage of the project development, they're not drillers or explorers or or involved in getting a mining license granted, yeah, they drive us by the carrots out there for us to be in production and selling to them.
0: Right. Okay. So you're you're saying we will cont- we're continuing to move forward. We're moving at a reasonable pace. Yep. yep. For a reasonable price yep. as well, and they're not discouraging us from continuing to move. So every time no. we've asked for them to step up, they have. They have. Yep. And that's just a case of you know yep. what can you tell the market? So yep. let's talk about the market very quickly. Share price hasn't done so well this year. No bad bad, yeah, bad. why
1: yeah, we're all unhappy well i think you know when you started off this chat today talking about lithium market and sentiment in the lithium market mm. i think that's reflected in our price mm. i think we uh, are seeing the a lot of speculative money moving to other parts of the industry yeah and then further you know we've had a couple of issues in regards to some things oh even though i do Believe we've been moving very quickly.
0: Some things I would have liked to have been quicker. But yeah, look, we we, we managed other about a year yep. ago with one yep. of the other fund managers in in, in town here. I heard the yep. story. Then you're circa yep. 20 million market cap. you are circa five, six now, right?
1: Uh, I don't think we we're ever 20. Unfortunately, I would have liked to have been, but we're we're a bit over five now. Oh, you mean our share price? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Our price was. Yeah. yeah. Our market cap was. Market cap. Yeah, 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 were, right? they, yeah like you're yeah. about 20. Yeah. No, you're. Five. Yeah. Okay. Give or or take. Yep. And that's not great. It's not great, but I and accept it's the lithium market, and I accept things that were happening in the market, especially recently, that you can't control. But I'm I'm, so maybe let's focus on things that you have been able to control, like getting the PFS done. How long did that take? Because I'm I'm stunned here. (laughs) Well, we
1: appointed Steve in uh, October two thousand and eighteen. Right. Uh, we'd already done a reasonable amount of metallurgy. Uh, we really got into it straight away. Um, so the feasibility, the main focus initially was get the ESIA complete, mm. and then move on to the feasibility. So we probably would have been nine months.
0: Right. Pretty solid. Right. And uh, that's. That's a good time. Again, I just need to, because people are going to be like, well, well, why the hell so quick? Why so cheap in comparison to all the other stories we're hearing? So is it because it's like a small scale? uh, Look, it's
1: not really a small scale. It's going to be a two million tonne per annum plant. It's going to be three open pit operations. Hmm. It's going to be haulage treatment and haulage transport out to the coast. There's a lot. There's a lot of factors to consider. It's quick because when Steve joined us, he'd just been at a mine in Australia, just been developing a lithium mine in Australia. So we had a lot of, he had a lot of knowledge coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, very experienced in West Africa. Mm-hmm. As I said, our our work had been focused. So, you know, we were doing things other people weren't in that we had undertaken metallurgy almost from the start. Mm. We'd undertaken uh, the environmental work almost from the start. We had... Uh, completed drilling to a good standard. Our resources have been independently uh, estimated. Mm. Um, so it's all those things are you know, and we've always done a lot of things in parallel. Okay. So it's not, it's, it's never been with us, here's the form guide and here you do step one, step two, step three. We might've been doing step one and five and two and three, okay. all at the same time. So you have to be like a
0: little bit nimble, a little bit entrepreneurial yep. because of the lack of cash. Well, we're small. And
1: yeah, you we're small, right? tight how, how, money. How, we don't like to spend... How you much know, cash have you got today? Uh, we'd be around... We're under five. We're about 250. A bit under two. A two fi- bit under 250.
0: 250,000? Yep. Okay. It's tight. It's really tight. So yep. you're going to have to go and raise some money soon? Well, not soon. Not today. <laughs> but yeah. Soon? Soon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the reality because you've got costs, costs in country. Cost, we've got
1: costs. We've got, you know, activity that we want to keep doing. Right, okay.
0: So okay. Thanks mm-hmm. thanks, for, thanks for being honest about that. So you but and then, but here's the rub, you you've got the feasibility mm-hmm. study. That was interesting to know mm-hmm. about how you did that. You're gonna have to do a DFS to be able to say to your funders, Okay, I think we're ready to go, whether it be the Chinese think, uh, group or I otherwise. Think the,
1: I think the push on a DFS you get funded on an FS? Depending on what our Partner who is familiar with everything we've
0: done. Well, that's 25% of it, right? Yes, yeah. they're going to step up at asset level. will give you the whole amount, right?
1: Uh, Some oh, of they? our chat has been the Something whole you want to tell me? No, 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 because it's just clear that you know, like there's talk, right. there's talk that goes nowhere, and there's talk, and right. uh, at this stage we may be in the nowhere phase, but there's talk of fully developing the project because they have experience themselves. They've built two million tonne per annum right. concentrated plant in China. They know what's required. Right. Um, they have access to some funds that they have been interested okay. in supporting us. And whether that means that in the future we have a closer working relationship around the plant, we're not sure yet, Right. but you know, there's so some so different. The, there's some different discussions going on. Right, so what on, are those discussions rather, rather than handing the saying, keys over and go there you go guys? No. Right. Okay. No. We've never we've never contemplated that. They've always invested in us as a company, not mm-hmm. as a project. And you know I think we're always looking for the best outcome
0: for our shareholders, of which they are one. Right. But they so are a shareholder. Okay. So let's say some, th- this is all what if, okay? But mm-hmm. I want to understand your thinking here. Mm-hmm. So. What if is so that Chinese product comes in and pays for everything above the ground, you're still gonna need to pay for stuff under the ground, presumably. Mm -hmm. And you're still gonna need to go to market and raise money to do that. Yep. But that's gonna be a bit easier if you've got the component. Yep. I mean look, you know,
1: of course there's always the traditional routes you can go down of Trying to okay. take your project to a bankable level, go to the bank, secure funding. I'm hearing you're debt unconventional. I'm hearing that. So what are the options you're looking at? Not fully unconventional, but we, we are look, we are looking at all the alternatives. And one of them is that our major shareholder has in the past spoken to us about supporting the development.
0: When? 2016? No. <laughs> or 2019?
1: 2019, right. recently. Right. You know, and that's sort of, you know, as I say, we've got a good relationship with them.
0: Yeah. Um, from time
1: to time, strained, of course, because we'd all like a higher share price, strained because... Do they care about share price? They don't care
0: about your share price, do they?
1: Oh, of course. We all do. We we all want to be successful, and part of that is saying that the share price reflects that. Whether that is perhaps saying that we're not getting through to our shareholders to say, actually, things have been really good and really successful and really positive. Um, Maybe we need to work on that, but on the you know, in
0: terms of the project, it's it's solid. Do that, and they just want an offtake though. They do, right? Yeah. Be saying they but also. But you know, about they want to make money. We all
1: want to make money. They want to make money. They want to be seen to be successful. They want a project
0: that delivers in a steady state. But how's that? How's that money come in? If they if they Cash. take an equity, yep, or if they is equity. it just for on an takers or M A U on an offtake basis? Is it all one hundred percent equity?
1: Equity. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And we've got, and we have an offtake agreement with them. You see, our our current planning has us producing around two hundred and twenty thousand tonne per annum of the six percent lithium concentrate. Mm. The way we look at our feasibility at the moment, as I said, it's around one hundred and seventeen million capital. It's got a payback period of one point seven years. It's got an IRR of fifty seven percent. It's you know it's robust, and I don't try and say that. Lightly to anyone, we think we've got a very developable project, and our major shareholder does as well, well it's, and it's, other
0: people do as well. well. It's it, The numbers sound robust. Yeah, they're, yep. they're robust until they get delivered, and yep. you deliver that's those right, numbers, you know, right? That's right. So that's but why I'm saying. You know, that's why I wanted to get some yeah. s- substance behind the the FS happening so quickly for so and so cheaply. Etc. Unique. You, know, you, you stand behind. We're actually those. quite we're actually
1: quite conservative in the numbers we use, mm-hmm. and I'll give you an example of mm.
0: this metallurgical recovery.
1: Mm-hmm. So we have test work that demonstrates we'd get over seventy four percent recovery. Mm-hmm. When we did our optimizations, we ran with a lower sixty five to sixty eight percent recoveries, and with this cash flow modelling, we used about seventy one percent. So we we're lower than we. Uh, anticipate we can achieve, yeah. but it's just to make sure that if we go ahead with development, that it's real. And, you know, there's no point there's no point us trying to fool ourselves. We, we're realistic about what the project can be. Mm. And another example would be, as I mentioned, that the capital, sorry, the cost of transport is, is high because we're in Mali, it's landlocked. We've yeah. got to ship it to the port. Yeah. We have spent a lot of time getting good estimates and good quotes on the transport. We've received quotes down around 82 to 84 dollars a ton shipping, and we've been using over 95 to 98 in our optimizations to give us that confidence that mm. yes, we can do it and take into account any unforeseen factors. So, <coughs> we we've been very focused on our work, and but you know a lot of effort has gone into making sure we're comfortable with the numbers. We spend a lot of
0: time with our consultants. So you're comfortable with these numbers? Yep. But again, no sense of the economics. Can you make money? Can you make enough money to make this a viable? Product? I mean, the, the payback—you know, one and a half years. Of pay, it's Payback pay on, on what? Yeah. What, what? On the on, hun,
1: on the full spend. One hundred and yep. seventeen. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. You know, when these things when these things operate, they should be seen as a bulk commodity. You know, we're yeah. going to be producing two hundred and twenty thousand tons. Per annum and shipping it out. Right. So bulk commodities, when they work and when they're focused on correctly, yeah. generate a lot of money. Yeah. They're,
0: they're a good business to be in. So when when do you actually know whether you can actually get it to port and export it presumably back to China? and am guessing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, I mean, look, I'd love it if there was someone in Europe who wanted to buy the concentrate because well,
0: we're closer. Well, that's the next point. It was all the you know all this kind of responsible, ethical mining. Yeah. You. Know, yep. you're, you're, you're in West Africa and to yep. ship it around Cape Horn over to China. <laughs> yep. It seems a very long, long way to go yeah, when there's a market yeah. right next door to you. But I guess your Chinese partner's not going to be too happy if you're selling it to Europe, are they? Look,
1: I think they want the product for their own business. Right. But if we can demonstrate that there's more money for everyone to be made in a Europe uh, in a Europe factory, um, we would definitely be looking at that. But at
0: this stage, there isn't that sort of, um, isn't that sort of opportunity here for us. But do you understand where, whereabouts they capture money in that, in that yeah, supply, yeah, yeah. supply chain? Because yep. for them, the further, as you said, fully integrated, they're capturing yep. money the whole way up all the, the supply way through. chain, right? Yep. Yep. But for you, you're shipping ore, right? Yeah, we're shipping all, And that's
1: you know that's what we feel our strength is, is that we understand the mining, we understand the geology, we understand the processing, Ship it out. We're not inventing any wheels. Right. We've got a well understood progress process that we'll be using.
0: Okay, but you see my point there about trying to understand the dynamic between one group of miners and yep. we're selling ore. Yep. Let's get the best price possible. Yep. And another party is saying, well, let's get the ore because we can because we're going to make more money out of it yep. and make it all, all the time. So yep. that's a, that's a conversation to to mm-hmm. happen. Let's come back to the feasibility component. What, now you say you want to say more about the economics, brilliant. What about um, these licenses and permits? Because again, you, you mentioned to me you're fully permitted yep. to this point. Yep. What else are you going to need to get through? That, because again, my experience with West Africa is that they just want you to be mining. It's, it's not traditionally difficult. Well, no, no, tell me about, tell it's, me about a Mali. Pro,
1: it's a pro mining jurisdiction. Yep. And uh, they're, they're very uh, sensitive to the fact that in Mali, their gold only at the moment. They'd love for us to be up and running a lithium operation. Mm -hmm. Um, We're receiving support for that, but we are following all the protocols correctly. And as I said, I was just down there last week. We had our first technical meeting with the Mm -hmm. um, technical group for the Department of Mines. Mm -hmm. Um, That went very well, as expected, because during our three years, we've hosted them on site several times. We've, as I say, we've maintained very good relations and contact with the government. The next stage is we then meet with the uh, next group of ministries, mm. which will be including the finance ministry, uh, transport and local infrastructure groups to formalise this uh, this this application. Yeah. Um, that will also include the ministry of mines. We expect that there will have been a letter of support from the technical group of the department of the mines to say it's a you know it is a valid project yeah. um, and then we move on with uh, with the process of getting it formally approved
0: okay
1: and then once that's done you know we move on to our formalizing the offtake and timing with the uh with the with the major shareholder and financing what's, what's the time we can what, this what's, what's the reality of that you mean f- f-
0: you know, off, well, it's, off, in off, it's in place. It's in place, It's in place. But the reality of that is you've got, to, you've got to
1: build a... We've got to have a schedule to say we expect to be able to deliver in whatever date to yeah. 2020, 2021. That's what we want to be. 2020 yeah. is optimistic, yeah, I know. Yeah, But But, you know, I'm always optimistic.
0: <laughs> Don't be. That's mine. <laughs> Don't be foolhardy. So, so but what, what, what yeah. would a realistic timeline be in production? Because you've got to build a plant. We think it's about
1: 20 months to be in full production. Really? Yep. It's quick. Again... Uh, but we know, uh, we know there's a lot of things that are already able to be sorted out in advance. Um, as I was showing you earlier, we've got quite a lot of our plant design complete. Um, okay. There's still things to do on that to improve it, right. but we've got a lot of that complete. We've got a lot of our open pit planning complete. We've got approval for everything we want to do in terms of building the plant mm. and the infrastructure in terms of haul roads and power and so on. So, right there's not a lot of those
0: blocks that will get in our way. Well, apart from money. Apart from money, right? Which is a huge block. It's a huge block, yep. and it's 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 the big block. Because mm. it sounds like you're doing you come up with an accelerated program. Yep. And you think that you, that, we, those, that would be yeah. enough to give comfort to your Chinese partners, which is yeah. which is fine. They may have slightly lower standards and say, if you wanted to get conventional funding mm-hmm. as part of this, you're going to need to it be unusual, not not unheard of, but unusual to be funded off an F S, right?
1: Yeah. I think the I think the thing to look at is to say we we haven't gone for a lower standard because we're recog- lower. No, no, but we recognise no. we're a we are a UK company. Operating in Mali and we have a standard to maintain and all our work is to a high standard and to the full um, Full extent of you know our, our professional standards This is you know, it is good work and to say We you know, we will have to assess the funding opportunities when we Get but, but to my, the next my, stage of formalising that. But, but, but
0: my point is not that. Whether you think it's good or not is, is it's not whether other point. people do. It's I know. people looking in from yeah. the outside going, have they got a BFS? No. Okay, move on to the next project. Yeah. Okay. You've got a job. I'm not saying it's impossible because I have seen it. I've seen people get funded off a PEA. Okay, yeah. so it, it, yeah, it's yeah, not possible. But you've got a job to do there.
1: Well, as, as I say, the reason while we've done our, while we've managed the feasibility ourselves, all our work, Well, a lot of our key work has been through industry recognised expert consultants. As I said, our resource has been externally estimated. Our plant design has been externally designed by DRA, who've done multiple plants in Mm. Australia and in Africa. Um, So we've got expert groups working with us. And I think, you know, it's one thing um, for you, you know, we're saying that we've done it quickly and at a relatively good price. But it's with our people who we've employed to do that for yeah. us. So that's part, of, you know, that's part of the price. And um, instead of saying to one of the consultants, you manage our feasibility, we wanted to be making
0: sure it was done the way we wanted it done. Okay, very nice. Thanks very much. Let's leave it at that. Yep. Thanks very much for that introduction to the story. Uh, it looks like it's been a year. Yeah. Oh a year. my goodness, right? Another year, Another year. flies by. Yeah. yeah. So look, I think you've got a bunch of things to do, but you know what you've got to do. Yep. And then what you've also got to do is come back and keep telling the market if you're delivering. Sure. And when the next thing is and when the next thing is. So twenty. just finish off 2020, what are people looking out for? Well, clearly the first thing is us demonstrating the approval of the mining
1: licence application. Mm-hmm. We then will be Formalising and finalising that offtake agreement, trying mm-hmm. to deliver a schedule, financing, looking to build. As I said, we've got opportunities with our Gold assets and uh, continuing to improve the asset base that we have. Okay, brilliant. Thanks Seems very much.
0: Let us know how you get on. Sure. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor.